This is Servant Marcia Carney with Escape to Heaven. Spirit of the Lord is upon me. His anointing is empowering. The kingdom of the Lord is within me. And He's calling me to the heavenly. Be seated in heavenly places, just like heaven, just like heaven on earth. To be walking in His favor and graces, just like heaven, just like heaven on earth. Good morning, Tallahassee. Welcome to Wave 94.1 Tallahassee. And you're listening to Escape to Heaven, Heaven on Earth Ministries of Jesus Christ at the sound of Servant Marcia. Will you escape? Can you escape? Do you want to escape? I think we all do. We want to run away from crazy and confusion and sadness, misery, doubt, fear. Yes, we want to escape and we want to be with our Savior, don't we? And I'm saying, why can't we do this every day that we're here on earth? I think one of the reasons why we cannot escape is because we're running so fast that we forget that in the midst of running from the kingdom of darkness that we are waiting patiently on the fulfillment of God's covenant, God's promise to his own children. And so you could very well be like me where I am trying to figure everything out on my own instead of waiting with faith on the promises and the fulfillment of the covenant of our Father, the Creator God. Why don't we run into the Word of God and let's see what we can learn today about waiting patiently while we are escaping. And if you would pull your Bible and let's go to Psalms 37. That's something that we kind of all know, Psalms 37. Let's turn there right now and see if we can learn more about how do we wait on the Lord. Amen. So Psalms 37, starting at the third verse, it says trust. So in our waiting, we, yeah, we, we're still running, but we're also waiting, <laughs> but we're trusting in the Lord. Okay. And while we trust in the Lord, we do good, not evil. I was with um, someone this weekend and their question was, how can Holy Ghost filled people live in such poverty and despair? And why, when I look at the wicked, they just seem to be doing quite well. So let's go into Psalms 37, see if we can get some answers about escaping to heaven, but waiting as we're running from the kingdom of darkness for the fulfillment of God's covenant. Psalms 37 says, trust in the Lord and do good. Dwell in the land and feed on God's faithfulness. Delight yourself also in the Lord and he shall give you the desires of your heart. If we were to interpret that, that means that believe that God is faithful. Believe that his intent towards you is good and 
you know, delight yourself in the things of the Lord, like delight in praying and fasting and singing and worshiping and helping others. And God will be faithful. He will give you the desires of your heart. Um, the other thing it says, commit your way to the Lord. Trust in him. He shall bring it to pass, not you. So that's hard for me because I might be considered a control person. So I want to I want to figure everything out. But the word of God says to commit your way to the Lord, trust in the Lord and God himself will bring it to pass. He will show forth uh, your righteousness in the light and your justice as the noonday. It says rest in the Lord. Wait patiently. I don't know what that means. I mean, patiently, is that five minutes? Oh, I don't know. I mean, if we look at um, Abraham and Sarah, I mean, they waited a really long time to the point that they even tried to do it themselves with Sarah's servant girl, you know? So, and that cost Ishmael to come forth, and we're still fighting that war today with Israel and Ishmael. So if we could just learn to rest in the Lord and patiently wait on the Lord, then what happens is we will receive the goodness of God's hand without some confusion and craziness along the way. Do not fret because of others who prosper uh, because of the man who have wicked schemes. And don't be angry. Forsake wrath. Don't fret because all it's going to do is mess your mind up and cause harm. So while we're waiting on the Lord, we need to have the spirit of joy, uh, contentment. If we go over to the 34th verse of uh, Psalms 37, it says, wait on the Lord and keep his way. So don't don't wait on God in one minute you're living holy in the next minute, you know, you're out doing your thing and forgot about God thing, <laughs> you know. Uh, God will exalt you to inherit what you're to inherit. Uh, when the wicked are cut off, you will actually see it. And um, it says that you are, if you're going to look at anyone at all, look at the person that's trying to follow the Lord. Mark the blameless man and observe the upright. For the future of the righteous man is peace. But if you are trying to copy like people that are living wicked lives, whatever you deem wicked, you know, uh, violent, uh, abusive, that kind of thing, the transgressor, they're going to be destroyed. So do not watch them. Instead, put your eye on the righteous person, okay? Because the salvation of the righteous is from the Lord. God is their strength in the time of trouble. You'll see the righteous go through trouble. You'll see the wicked go through trouble. But when you observe those that are living a righteous life, you will see that God himself brings them through their trouble. Amen. That the Lord shall help them, deliver them, save them, because why? They trusted in the Lord. We're talking today about how do we wait on God's uh, promise while we're trying to escape from the woes and the problems of this world. If we go to Psalms 42, 
verse number one, it says, As the deer pants for the water, so pants my soul for you, O Lord. So we're to be like, like always seeking God, always trying to get closer to him, you know. Uh, my soul thirsts for God, for the living God. When shall I come and appear before God? My tears have been my food day and night while they continually say to me, my tears and people, where is your God? You know, you're in trouble. I don't see him anywhere. But when I remember uh, these things, I pour out my soul within me because I used to go with the people to the church. I used to go to the house of the Lord with joy and praise and, you know, but now I'm sad. So why are you cast down, O oh my soul? Why are you disquieted within me? This is Psalms 42nd chapter. But hope in God, for I shall yet praise him for the help of his countenance. O oh my God, my soul is cast down within me. Therefore, I will remember you, O oh Lord. I will remember you. Uh, and the Lord will command his loving kindness in me during the day. God will send his loving kindness to me. And at night, his song shall be with me, a prayer to the God of my life. I will say to God, my rock, why have you forgotten me? Why do I go mourning? And my enemies, they'll be saying, where is your God? <laughs> but see, here's the point. While we're going through, and that's, that's you know, Psalms 23, it says, the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. Remember that? We're going through the valley of the shadow of darkness because if we continue to hope in God, then God himself will help us. I just want to read. That brought out something to my mind, Psalms 23. Let me just read that uh, so we can all be encouraged uh, in this word of God. Amen. Psalms 23 says, yay. That means yes. Okay. The Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. He make me to lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside still water where I could get my mind back. He restores my soul. He leads me in the paths of righteousness for his name's sake, not because of me, but because he's God himself. Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil for God is with me. His rod and his staff, they comfort me. So God prepares a table before me in the presence of my enemy. He anoints my head with all my cup runs over. Surely goodness and mercy shall follow me all the days of my life and I will dwell in the house of the Lord. These are the kinds of words that we are to say to ourselves while we are waiting on the Lord. Yes, we are all going through a lot. Many of us do not have adequate funds to take care of our living. Some of us are not well, sick, and dealing with this, this illness and that illness. And so, yeah, you want to escape from the woes of living in this world. But you also have to have hope. And you have to wait. You have to make up your mind that I'm going to wait on God, that I know He's faithful. Psalms 89 uh, chapter starting at the sixth verse. It says, For who in the heavens can be compared to the Lord? See, it's different when you wait on your boyfriend, your girlfriend, your wife, your husband, your mother, your father, your children, because 
they can only do what they can do. But what if we're waiting on the entity that have all the power in this existence, in the universe eternally? Let me just explain to you who is God? Who is our Father that we're waiting on? Amen. So Psalms 89, verse number six, for who in the heavens can be compared to the Lord? Who among the sons of the mighty can be likened to the Lord? God is greatly to be feared, even in the assembly of the saints and to be held in reverence by all those around him, O Lord God of hosts who is mighty like you, O Lord. Your faithfulness also surrounds you. You rule. God ruled the sea. He he rules. He he broke the uh, Rahab, the the that was uh the chaos that was over there in Genesis uh first chapter, second verse, chaos ruled, but God broke that too. Amen. He scattered enemies. Uh the heavens belong to the Lord. That's what we're waiting on. The earth uh, is also yours. The world and all its fullness, God, you founded them. The north and the south, the Lord created them. This is who we're waiting on. Righteousness and justice is the foundation of God's throne. Strong is your hand. High is your right hand. Mercy and truth go before God before his face. Blessed are the people who know the joyful sound of walking with the Lord. Adam and Eve, they walked with the Lord every afternoon, every evening. They were blessed while they were in that state of being. Amen. In your name, they rejoice all day long. And in your righteousness, they were exalted. For why? For God, you are the glory of people's strength who rely on you. It is in your favor that um, they're exalted. Uh, so when we say we're waiting on the Lord, we're waiting on the, the one that created the entire universe. He's created everything. So he has proven that he's faithful, that he's merciful. He has proven that when you cry out to the Lord, and you acknowledge him as your father, that he is the rock, the rock of our salvation. Um, he made a covenant that will stand forever. He made a covenant with even David, a mere mortal, and uh, said to David that his seed also will I make to endure forever. He did that through Jesus. Jesus was the seed, a part of the lineage of King David. And, and Jesus' throne will be as the days of heaven, meaning eternally. And God is so good that when he makes his covenant, as we see in Psalms 89, starting with verse 30, he could see that David's children would not always be faithful to God himself. And look, he made a provision for that. This is the God that we're waiting on, a God that loves us without end, love us considering our frailty and our wickedness, okay? That's who we're waiting on. If you must wait on somebody, if you must depend on somebody, depend on, on an entity, a person, 
that can deliver what they say. I depend on you. Remember, there's a song that sings that. I depend on you. I depend on the Lord. You know, he's the way, the truth, and the life. So that's who you depend on. Psalms 89, it says, And if his sons forsake my law, and do not walk in my judgments, or they break my statutes, or they do not keep my commandments. God said, yes, I'll punish them, but I will not, like, not. I will continue to extend my loving kindness to them, and I will not break my covenant. Hallelujah. This is who we wait on, a God that we can trust him. Because he is saying, no matter what happens, I am still going to keep my covenant. My God, my covenant, I will not break nor alter the word that has gone out of my lips. Once I have sworn by my holiness, he said, I would not lie to David and his seed shall endure forever. His throne is the sun before me. It shall be established forever like the moon, like the faithful witness in the sky. Every time you look up and you see the moon, remember that God made a covenant to a mere mortal, David, King David, and he is keeping his covenant forever. Just like he made that covenant to David, he makes a covenant to you and I as believers. And what are we believing? We're believing that Jesus Christ is the Son of God, raised from the dead by the power of God. And that Jesus obtained, because of his blood, that uh, he was sacrificed and he spilt for you and I, he was able to establish the path of reconciliation for you and I back unto the Father that was destroyed by Adam and Eve, not standing against the serpent, standing for the Lord, but instead gave away the deed of earth, the title of earth to Satan, to the fallen angel, to the serpent, to the dragon. But Jesus stood, amen? Whatever test came, he stood. And so that's the covenant that Jesus himself was able to also keep, but more importantly, that God is keeping. So I want to read Hebrews, the fourth, the fourth chapter. Let's look at that. See what that is all about. Hebrews, the fourth chapter, it says, Therefore, since a promise, so God made a promise of us entering his rest. When we say escape, to heaven, we're saying enter into the rest that God has promised even while we're on earth. For indeed, let us fear, lest any of you seem to have come short of it. For indeed, the gospel was preached to us as well as to them, but the word which they heard didn't profit them. Why? Because it was not mixed with faith. So when you hear the gospel, you have to have faith activated. Otherwise, you're not going to get the benefit. For we who have believed do enter that rest, as he had said. Okay? Because the works were finished. The, the lamb was slain before Jesus came to earth. He was already slain before the foundation of the world. For he has spoken in a certain place of the seventh day in this word. And God rested on the seventh day from all his works. 
And again, it said they, when he was angry with the Israelites who did not believe him, after all that he did, after all the miracles that he showed, they still didn't believe. Then he said, they shall not enter my rest. Since therefore it remains that some must enter it, and those to whom it was first preached, they did not enter it because of disobedience. And he designate a certain day, saying in David, today, after such a long time, it has been said, today, if you will hear his voice, do not harden your hearts. For if Joshua had given them rest, then he would not afterward have spoken of another day. So there remains, therefore, a rest for the people of God. Are you a believer? You want to be a believer? Then just confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that Jesus Christ died for your sins. And therefore, you become a believer. Believe that Jesus is actually the Son of God made flesh. Amen. Believe that God loved us so much that he sent himself down in order to show us that, yes, holiness can live on this earth. Righteousness can prevail on this earth. Amen. And that God can allow you and I to be ambassadors for his kingdom. Now, that's what you're believing. If you believe that, then yes, you can enter into the rest. For he who has entered his rest has himself also ceased from his works as God did from his. So what we're seeing is that Jesus Christ, right, the Son of God, uh, he's passed through the heavens, presented his blood before the throne of thrones, uh, he became our high priest, right? He sympathized with our weakness, okay? Uh, he was tempted like we were. So you and I can now therefore go boldly in the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help us in our need, in, in our time of need, no matter what we're going through. Remember, you can escape to heaven while you're on earth by entering into the rest that God has provided for us. Amen. Uh, Hebrews, the sixth chapter, starting at the 13th verse, it says, For when God made a promise to Abraham, because he could swear by no one greater than himself, he swore by his own self. He said, Surely blessing, I will bless you. And multiplying, I will multiply you. And so after that, because Abraham patiently waited on the Lord, he endured, he obtained the promise, amen, of Isaac being born unto himself and Sarah, amen. I want to say something else. Not only did Abraham, through Sarah, receive Isaac. But when Sarah died, he produced six more sons through a third wife, Keturah. So the promise of God, it goes beyond what we understand. It continues to fulfill, fulfill, fulfill. Saints of God, let's make up our mind to wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Amen. Hebrews, the sixth chapter 17th verse, it says, Therefore, God, 
determining to show more abundantly to the heirs of promise the immutability of his counsel confirmed it by an oath. God didn't just make a promise. He made an oath. He made a covenant. He cannot lie. We who have fled for refuge, last week I told you that we were refugees from the kingdom of darkness. So we know we can lay hold of the hope set before us. And what is the hope that we have as an anchor of our soul that we can enter the presence of God behind the veil? And the forerunner has already entered before us, and that's Jesus, having become high priest forever according to the order of Melchizedek. Melchizedek was not human. He didn't have a mother and father. He had no beginning and no being, no end. And Jesus is our high priest. Hebrews the 8 chapter says, now this is the main point, that we have such a high priest who is seated at the right hand of the throne of the majesty in the heavens, a minister of the sanctuary and of the true tabernacle, which the Lord erected. And mankind did not make this temple. You and I are blessed. Amen. We're blessed. We can wait on the Lord because we have so much assurance. Uh, Hebrews, the sixth chapter, the eighth chapter, starting at the sixth verse, says that Jesus has obtained, when he broke through, a more excellent ministry by his obedience and submitting even unto death. Inasmuch he is also the mediator of a better covenant, which was established on better promises. Wait on the Lord. That's how you escape. Wait on the Lord. And so what is the new covenant? God says, the days are coming, says the Lord. When I will make a new covenant. And so the new covenant is that, I'm reading from the Bible, Hebrews the 8th chapter, 10th verse, that uh, he will put God will put his laws in our minds and write them on our hearts. And he will be our God and He and we will be his people. That's the new covenant. No one need to teach you because the Holy Spirit will teach you. Amen. Know the Lord and he will be merciful to us. He won't remember uh, our sins and our lawless deeds to him. When we stand before him, we stand before him as if it is Jesus himself standing before him. Amen. So that old covenant is obsolete. We have a new covenant. Amen. I, I'm going to stop there. And the, the point of today was escape to heaven while you're waiting on God's fulfillment of his covenant. And Father God, we're going to pray today that um, you strengthen us. <laughs> you know, let us believe, Lord, that uh, you have empowered us. Uh, Jesus told us that uh, the power and the authority that he's given us would put serpents under our feet. He even told us that we have the power to bind and whatever we bind on earth is bound in heaven. Whatever we loose on earth is loosed in heaven. 
the, I mean, he even said to us, don't rejoice because the demonic forces are subject to you, but instead rejoice because your name is written in the book of life. Father God, I ask you today, all of us in Radio Land, Lord, that you strengthen us, that you raise us up, Lord, to be your ambassadors, Lord. Let us understand that you did not make a mistake when you called us and when you chose us, Lord. Let us not look at our sinful nature, God, but instead look at the nature, that the new creation, the new creature that you have made us through our faith in your Son, Jesus Christ. Jesus himself said, you must be born again. So, Father, I ask, Lord, that you release the anointing fire and power of the Holy Spirit to have us experience the new birth and walk into righteousness, your righteousness, so that we are empowered, Lord, to escape to heaven when we're living here on earth, to, to, to speak with power and authority, to speak those things that are not as though they are. And Lord, allow us to experience your joy, your grace, your mercy, and your peace. In Jesus' name I pray. Guys, y'all have a great day today. I can't wait to see you next week. And always remember that God loves you more than you can understand. In Jesus' name I pray. Be blessed. Bye.